Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 65, and my special guest, Tony Delgado. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate yeah. you having me here today. I'm so excited for you to be here and so excited to talk a little bit about your real estate experience. Yeah. In one, there, no, there you go. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Okay. And how yeah. you know that's come together with JPAR. But before we get there, right. 1978 uh, has a special meaning for you. Very, very much so. Yeah. Uh, I tell people all the time that that was really the year my life started. Even though I was born in 1959, 1978 was a very important year in my life because I graduated high school May 27th, 1978. The very next weekend, I got married. Wow. And uh, so June 3rd, 78, I got married. And then September 24th of 1978, we had a miracle baby. So uh, my oldest son was born September 24th. Uh, if anyone does the math, they'll figure out real quick what was going on. Right. And uh, jokingly, I tell people all the time that the first one can come at any time. The rest of them will take nine months. Right. So uh, I do have another son born four years later. He took all nine months for some reason. So wow. anyway, uh, and I'm very fortunate, very blessed to tell you that this coming June 3rd will be 41 years married to the same lady. So she's kept me around. Yes, I'm, I'm very, very yeah. fortunate she, in that respect. She found a keeper. Uh, I, I think it was me. It was more <laughs> me than her. So Well, so from 1978 to today, right? what brought you into real estate? Well, um, I immediately, as a young man, uh, my formal background, mm -hmm. I've got an 18-month certificate in electronics technology. Mm. So I started fixing computers. I was a hardware guy way back in the 80s. So you had and, some uh, analytical skills. I mean, yes. To, to be yes. in that, you have to have some analytical it, it, thought process, system exactly. structure. Exactly. And, mm -hmm. and so that really showed me the importance of technology in business. Now, what happened was in the 80s, uh, you didn't have to have a lot of knowledge to be a salesperson. Right. So the sales guys were making all the money and they had no idea what they were selling. Mm -hmm. So I jumped into sales and basically never looked back. Uh, 1991, we fast forward. My oldest son was now going to be, what, 12, 13 years old. Um, I was traveling all across the country as a regional sales manager, mm -hmm. actually moved to Mexico City for a year as well. But um, one of my favorite cities in the world. Oh, Mexico it's, it's an amazing place. Yeah, I, I really had a blast is. there. Mm -hmm. But uh, my uh, I, I got into real estate again. I joke with people and tell them I got into real estate because I didn't want to have lousy kids. <laughs> I wanted to be at home while they were uh, teenagers. And uh, right. fortunately, they're both very productive citizens. We could share some stories, but we'll save those for later. Yeah. And uh, But that's when I got into real estate. It was, uh, let's stay at home. I don't mind working hard, but I got tired of traveling and being on the road. and All the time. Exactly. Exactly. So in this journey of real estate, you've seen up markets, you've seen down markets. You've exactly. seen virtually, you've gone through the you know worst market and modern history right. and survived. What are the things that you could share with the audience that you've learned of being successful in all types of markets? You know, the, the, the key and what I tell people all the time is we're not in the real estate business. Uh, mm. I like to tell people that we are uh, in the American dream business and we are the people that are there when people have life changes. Okay, uh, you've got Chatito, he meets Chatita, he wants to buy her a house. Mm -hmm. They fall in love, he wants to buy her a house. Uh, they have a couple of rugrats, a couple of years later, they're looking for a little bit bigger house. Mm -hmm. Now, the kids grow up, they move away, 
You've got empty nesters, and uh, they maybe want to sell and move closer to the grandkids, such as uh, my wife right. and I did. And then, you know, people pass away, and there's estate yeah. sales. So uh, the market is always there. But what we've got to do is we've got to change our financing techniques to whatever's going on in the market. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing is that uh, no matter what's happening in the market, we cannot control that. The only thing we can control is our daily activities and our daily actions. I so love it. That's the key. So those, Tony, those what are I some heard, of the keys. Yeah, what I heard was uh, life transitions occur in any market, uh, birth, death, divorce, uh, illness, exactly. uh, job relocations, exactly. all of those are gonna occur. Uh, what we may have to do, depending on market conditions, is work harder. Exactly. Right? Talk to more people. Exactly. Uh, in better markets, you may have to talk to less. But that adaptability is what I kind of heard you. And and uh, I, I think a, a key part of it, Mark, is you have to have the financing knowledge. Mm. Okay? Because uh, I remember starting my real estate career in the early 90s. And, man, I made a ton of money with assumable no qualifyings. Mm -hmm. Now those have gone away, right. but, uh, I, I, that, but at that time, at that time, that product knowledge was, that was the financing yeah. key. And then what, uh, after that, we got into a, a really good market. And so what happened then was uh, we got into regular FHA, VA, conventional financing. Right. Then the market crashes, predatory lending all goes away, right. and we all learned how to do short sales and foreclosures. Mm -hmm. And now we're back in, in the good old days, as we say, right. and we're doing regular financing. Now, in the next several years, maybe interest rates go up, we will all learn how to do assumables on these assumables, but now they're going to be mm -hmm. with qualifying. So it doesn't matter. As, yeah. as we were talking about, the life changes will be there. All of the right. transitions will be there. We as agents and as brokers will have to adjust depending upon the financing that's available in the market. So that's a big part of what I always talk about. Yeah, have to adapt our skills to the current market conditions. Exactly. To help the consumer solve their problems. Exactly right. Exactly so, right. What, what I've just observed with you is you have this amazing growth mindset. You know, everyone either Thank has you. a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. Right. Did that right. come naturally to you to have a growth mindset or did you develop that through School of Hard Knocks, learning the it, hard way? It, uh, it's, it's interesting because I've never been a very good maintainer. Mm. Okay, that's that's the word that I use. Mm -hmm. um, I'm interested in growing. I'm, I'm, I'm never more excited than, you know, uh, you, you can go back to the book Psycho Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz, mm -hmm. which I think is really kind of the foundation of all these other books that have come out on mm -hmm. personal development. Mm -hmm. And basically, we are here because we are a goal setting being. And we are never happier than when we're accomplishing a goal. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, uh, someone gave me a book when I was about 18 or 19 years old uh, called The Magic of Thinking Big. Mm. That was the very first time I was exposed to that kind of thinking. And I can still remember reading that book and just, uh, how, how do the kids say it now? Mind blown. Right. It, it really opened up my eyes to possibilities and just mm -hmm. what how my future could be different from maybe what it was back then yeah. as a young man. So that book really had a profound... It, it, it completely changed my outlook on everything that I was doing. It set you on the course to a growth mindset. Exactly right. You know, exactly J right. JP and I have a favorite quote where we think, you know, think big, 
act bigger. There you go. Right? There you go. Because we there know. You go. And I wanted to ask you about, you know, we can think and we can process. But what's your view until we take action? Exactly. To, right. Talk to us about taking action, even though you're in doubt or fear or um, the unknown. Well, I, uh, I I like to tell people that uh, you never get rid of the butterflies. You just uh, the more you do something, uh, mm -hmm. the you you tend to get the butterflies in formation. Mm -hmm. But every day we should have butterflies. We should be doing something uncomfortable. And, um, you know, being a little bit older uh, guy now, uh, I can see the times in my life where I've really, really pushed forward. And there's times where you get a little complacent. And mm -hmm. uh, so you've got to always keep pushing forward. But, uh, yeah, it's it's just a part of that uh, growth mindset yeah. and always moving forward. But And uh, every day you should do something that scares you a little bit. Or that makes you uncomfortable. No. One I, of the two. I suspect as you look back, as I do, some of the biggest breakthroughs I had is when I was outside, pushing myself outside my comfort zone. Exactly. Exactly yeah. right. So, Tony, has there ever been um, a time that you just wanted to go back to electronic repair, <laughs> do something else? Uh, I Actually, I think I'll go work on a garbage truck. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, no stress. We, we, hours are consistent. You know what? We it, well, but even then, I think about it. There's probably politics even there. Sure. Because you know the driver's got the best job, right? So right. everybody's trying to become the driver. Right. So it doesn't matter <laughs> what you're doing. There's always going to be challenges. Fortunately, I've been in this business now since 1991, and I'm still having fun. And uh, I got into this business because I wasn't having fun in a previous career. Mm. And uh, that's the beauty of real estate. I mean, yeah. there's there's so many different facets to it. Every transaction is different. Right. And uh, really what I get a big kick out of because I've primarily been a broker, an educator, a trainer, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, I don't do a lot of personal production anymore. Uh, very little, in fact, just for personal friends every now and then. Right. But my big kick is growing agents. And uh, mm. watching an agent join you where, you know, they've got that two-tone car, you know, rust and a little bit right. of red left on it. And uh, three years later, they're learning how to spell Mercedes-Benz. Right. And trading one in every three or four years or, you know, educating right. the kids or, you know, I've, I've been helping people for a long time. So I can think of one gentleman uh, who started with that two-tone car, mm -hmm. okay, and graduated up. Uh, buying nicer cars and he was smart enough to buy investment properties throughout his real estate career. Mm -hmm. So uh, after being in the business for 15, 16 years, he had some health issues. And you know what? His income didn't miss a beat because he had bought those investment properties. He had that, he had that uh, residual income a from Exactly. The and, and so it's neat to watch people from the very beginning of their mm -hmm. career to being able to go through something like that and their mm -hmm. families are still taken care of. That's really the biggest kick for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because you're leading uh, agents who are, who are leading teams that close 300 transactions a year. Right. All the way to mid-career agents to the brand new agent coming out of, out of real exactly. estate school. Exactly. So, so as a leader, you're, you're influencing all of those folks. Right. Is there a common thread, a common piece of success 
that you see no matter what stage of career they're in? You know, it's uh, it's interesting watching agents because um, interviewing all different kinds of people, um, being in the El Paso, Texas marketplace, uh, large uh, portion of the population is Hispanic and speak mm -hmm. Spanish. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll actually interview someone that doesn't speak Spanish and they'll say, Tony, how am I going to make it? I don't speak Spanish. I say, you know what? You'll be fine. Just keep working and you'll be fine. Right. And three years later, they're doing fine. I actually have people that come in also and say, Tony, I don't speak very good English. How am mm -hmm. I going to do? And mm -hmm. I say, you know what? Just keep working. You'll be fine. Learn your business, learn your craft. Mm -hmm. You'll be fine. And three years later, they're both fine. And what I find is our biggest stumbling blocks are the things that we put in front of ourselves. Okay. Say that again. The biggest our, our biggest stumbling blocks are the things that we put in front of ourselves. It's the things that we imagine mm -hmm. that are going to stop us. So uh, the key to success, I think, is the way you talk to yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the things you say to yourself. So it starts with your mindset. It's your mindset and and, uh, and and the 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 whole attitude. Um, I I do a lot of teaching as well. I do a lot of mm -hmm. pre licensing classes, mm -hmm. and uh, so one of the things that I do in a classroom, uh, and because you've got people that are fresh out of college, you've got people that haven't been in a classroom in thirty years. Right. So I literally on exam day, I have them raise their right hand and repeat after me. And here's what I have them say: I like exams. I do good on tests. I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to kick it in the behind. Right. Okay. And they chuckle. They look at me, some of them funny. And I say, guys, if there's any of you in here right now that are saying you're not good at test, guess what? You're not going to be good at test. Exactly. Most of us would not talk to our best friends the way we talk to ourselves. Right. And so for, for me, I think the common thread is positive affirmations, believing in what you're doing. And the other key part, I think, is learning your craft. For, for, sure. for me, a big part of learning our craft is we have to know our contracts inside out. Mm -hmm. Every transaction involves that sales agreement. Right. And uh, it, it amazes me how many agents get into debates with other agents when really the, the key for me is the answer is in the contract. It's all in the contract. It's right? all in the contract. We so, don't we don't have to have opinions. Right. Let's, let's go back to the document. It's all, it's all in the document. So yes. the contract knowledge, talk to us though about hyper-local market knowledge in terms of understanding, let's say, the the sub-markets within El Paso. That, How important you go. is that? Oh, I, I think it's uh, absolutely critical because um, no. um, what we, we see a lot of disruptors in our industry right now, mm -hmm. okay? For and sure. uh, one of the keys is you can go online and get a home value that's completely inaccurate because they don't know the underlying factors in the individual neighborhoods. Right. You cross the street and you've got homes that are 10 years older than they are on this side of the street. Uh, you cross a, a major thoroughfare, you're in a different school district. Mm -hmm. And that can affect your values, uh, five to $10,000 per home. So knowing your hyper local marketplace right. is something that none of the disruptors are ever going to be able to take away yeah. from us. Or a consumer. So, or, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, exactly. I, I did a lot of work for many people know in the last 15 years on the Southern California market. Right. And a computer would think they forget that the Santa Ana mountains are between these two cities. There you go. And there's this big mountain range and they're two totally separate exactly. markets. So exactly. The computers never pick that kind of stuff up. Exactly. So, Tony, um, 
marketing is certainly important. You know, yes. Each agent has a different approach. Some are referral based, some are lead generation based or, uh, you know, working FISBOs or expires. You know, everyone right. has an approach. How important uh, is the marketing effort? And what are some of the things that uh, you see working out there today? Um, you know, it's uh, marketing is critical. You can be an ace at whatever industry you're in, but if people don't know where to find you, if they don't know what you're doing, mm -hmm. uh, you won't be making any sales. You won't be making any money. So anymore, it is absolutely critical. Um, number one, yeah, we're we're out there in specific neighborhoods. We're doing some uh, target marketing. We used to call it farming. Now right. it's really cool. It's called lead generation. <laughs> but uh, no, we used to call it <laughs> geographic farming. Now we call it target marketing. Right. Ex exactly. So right. anyway. But uh, I think that's a big part of it. Uh, I think that uh, most agents have a million dollars worth of transactions in their phone. Um, I don't think we do a, a good enough job of marketing to our sphere of influence, so mm -hmm. to speak. Uh, Howard just did a great teaching for us in El Paso on celebration selling. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, he did a fabulous job with right. that. And uh, it's just about getting back with the people that already know you and already love you. And of course, anymore with social media, you're able to get out there and hit certain areas, certain demographics, Whereas before, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, we would spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in the newspaper mm -hmm. hoping we could touch the people that we were looking for. Yeah, for sure. And, and so it's absolutely critical. Um, and uh, it's something that a lot of us aren't comfortable with, mm -hmm. video marketing and getting our message out there. Uh, we do have to beat our own drum a little bit, but I think the message we need to be to send out is that of, I'm here to help you, I'm a servant, here's some information for you. I'm an expert in the local market. Exactly. We just published over the weekend some of the, the four factors that people look for. And it was excellent. Pre pretty good. Yes. You know, so we know that they're, they're looking for their reputation, Right. Their, their trustworthiness and honesty. Exactly. And their hyper local knowledge. Exactly. Right. And so, exactly. Um, well, as we wrap up this episode, which has been amazing, by the way. Thank you, Mark. Any last words of wisdom, whether they're an agent doing 300 closings a year or a brand new agent getting into real estate? What, what, what would you like to leave the audience with? You know what? I, I would tell you just a couple of things. Um, let your yes be yes. Mm. And let your no be no. Mm. All we've got is our education and our reputation. As agents, as brokers, we get right. paid for our time and for our knowledge. So um, make sure that you're following up when you said you would, because that is part of your yes being your yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, if your yes is yes and your no is no, the key factors that we that you gave out over the weekend, people mm -hmm. are looking for someone trustworthy, mm -hmm. someone with a good reputation. I think that is just basically your character. Right. So uh, be a good guy, be a good gal, do what you said you were gonna do. For sure. Life's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> and we know all the money's in follow-up. All the money's in follow-up. Boom, so, exactly. So we've done enough research, uh, typically where the typical real estate agent will only follow up on a lead once. Oh, yeah. And the research, says it takes nine to 12 touches touches exactly even on someone that's reached out to you so that persistence doesn't come naturally to exactly. so many of us it's got to be something that pushes us outside our comfort zone exactly yeah. exactly agreed well, 
Yeah, well, good. Well, so this has been awesome. Thanks for joining us today. Mark, thank you for having me. Looking I've had forward. a good time here visiting with yeah, you. Thank look, you. Looking forward to getting down to El Paso and spending some time with, with our amazing team down there. And we'll see you soon on another episode of Success Superstars.